There's a quote that says, start the walk and the way will appear. In 2018, I unknowingly started my journey into becoming unique. My journey started with choosing me and understanding that self-love and self-care are so important in the evolution of you. There is no magic blue pill to transformation. It's all about the journey. The journey of self-love, self-care, being consistent, showing up for yourself, investing in yourself. The Become a Unique Podcast is a place where you can be well and be you. Welcome. You have truly arrived to a safe space. Be prepared to grow in such a beautiful way. Let's get this show started. Hey y'all, welcome to the surprise episode of the Becoming Unique podcast. (laughs) So those of you that are true regulars to the Becoming Unique podcast knows that there is a new episode every Sunday, but today is Wednesday. This is a midweek episode and the surprise about this episode along with the day surprise is that it's also available on YouTube. Yep, so this episode has a visual to go with the audio. So I am slowly um, merging into having all of my episodes on YouTube, but I am still transitioning over there and I still have a lot of um, content that has been pre-recorded that doesn't have the um, the visuals to go with the audio, but I've also been recording new content that does have the um, the visuals with it. And I'm just so excited and I want to get my, you know, the, the YouTube platform, you know, going. So yeah, so I'm like, you know what? I don't want to I don't want this episode to wait like two months before it's out there. I want to go ahead and keep this YouTube going. So yeah, so I am throwing in the surprise episode today. And yeah, so now the beautiful benefits of watching the YouTube is that you actually get to have the visuals along along with your audio. The beautiful part about streaming the podcast right here on the audio platform is that you get to hear my beautiful voice give you intros and outros and sometimes little stories. So I just wanted to let you know what the difference between the two are. So when you go over to the YouTube channel, you won't have the intros or outro. You're going to have just straight to the interview. And that's that. But Regulars of the Become a Unique podcast know that I love to like throw in stories, throw in quotes, talk about different things, you know, along with the the interview. So I don't necessarily have a story this week to share on the podcast, but today's episode is about color and, you know, the beautiful value of color, the benefits behind color, just bringing, you know, awareness around color. I think that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Today's episode is just bringing awareness around color. There is so much color around us. And after listening to today's episode, you may start to look at color differently. So yeah. So let's get into today's episode. (music) 
Today on the Become a Unique podcast, I have such a beautiful, colorful, amazing <laughs> guest by the name of Deanna. Welcome. Hello. Good to be here with you. Oh my God. I am so excited that you are here with us today because <laughs> I want today, today to be so colorful, so colorful. <laughs> um, so yeah. I today have on a little bit of color, but not too much color, but I, this is more than what I usually wear. I am usually oh. a woman that walks around with black. <laughs> okay. Well, that's kind of a New York city thing, right? Yeah. Like it's, wearing yeah black. It's, 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 and black serves its purpose, right? It kind of gives us, it's an absorbing color. So mm -hmm. um, almost like, you know, when we wear black, it's kind of feels like we're being very sophisticated and it almost feels very formalized mm -hmm. it's an absorbing color so black absorbs white reflects Ooh. so that's why if you have a car that's black or white in the summer you know a white car will tend to not absorb as much heat well that's just talking about temperature but you know each of the colors represents something and we can surely talk about that oh okay i'm so excited we're gonna get so okay we're gonna get <laughs> Before we jump into it, you got to let everyone know who is Deanna. Ah, well, I am um, a bunch of different things, just like we all are. Um, I am a, uh, I'm into nutrition. So I have uh, advanced degrees in studying nutrition, the science aspects. I'm an author. So I have six books and one of them is called The Rainbow Diet. Another one is called Whole Detox. And then I am, uh, and also the complete handbook of quantum healing. So I'm, I've been in the healing field for some time. So I'm a teacher. Um, I help people with looking at how to heal and giving them different modalities. And um, I'm into spirituality. I'm into not just the physical aspects of matter and the earth element, but also the things we can't always see. So things like uh, looking at our lifestyle, giving, uh, how do we get a sense of meaning, purpose, creativity, creativity figures largely into my work with color. Mm. So that's, so, yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Oh my God. Like you are my type of girl. You are my type <laughs> of spirituality to the health to, it's just, it's just so much. I feel like we can go in so many different directions, but today I definitely want to focus on color because, um, as many of my listeners know, like I've been on my journey. I am a completely different person than I was five years ago. So this podcast is allowing me to reveal and open and understand new areas to life that's always existed. But now it's like, now I'm discovering them. And as I discover them, I want to share it with the, um, the audience. And Self-care has been such a huge part of this podcast as well, too, because it was something that I didn't understand a few years ago, but now I am embraced and in it. And on this season on the podcast, you know, affirmations has been, um, a, you know, a question that I've been asking, because that's a huge part of my self-care by having these high vibrational um, conversation with myself with affirmation. So I would love to know, do you have like a go-to affirmation for yourself? <clears throat> you know, it's interesting that you asked that because uh, I even wear a necklace with uh, an affirmation on it. And um, this one is, I have two. One is, I believe I am whole, I am complete. This is, I am enough. 
Um, so I, I have a variety of different ones depending on on what I need. And, and I, I really do think that for me lately, it's more about I am receptive. I am open. I am open to experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so often we, we um, well, at least for myself, I have um, forced things or I have been goal driven. And I feel like now my affirmation is more, I'm open to experiencing. I'm open to what the universe, what source would like to bring my way. I'm open to serving. I'm open to helping. So that's that's where I'm at in this like second half. Of, I just turned 52. So I kind of have a feeling of like the, the first part of my life has been about certain things and achieving and getting to certain places that I wanted to go to, even traveling, even personal benchmarks. And I kind of feel like I hit a number of bucket list items and now it's like, how do I give back? How do I radiate forth um, some of what I learned to help others with their journey? And I not, by it. the way, that I'm perfect at all. I mean, I'm always still growing, but I feel like I'm less driven about the growing and more open to the experiencing. I love that. I love that. And that's so like becoming unique because we're always yeah. evolving, we're always becoming and understanding that, you know, it's okay. Like I am enough is definitely one of my go-to affirmations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, but you also looking at the bigger picture for your personal life, your design life, because your life is designed for you and you hold the key to your journey. And you understand that right now is a time where you're journeying, journaling off into like, oh, you know, I'm open to receive, like what, what's yeah. happening for me? So that's so beautiful. And I love that you was able to expand on it opposed to just saying this is my affirmation and you kind of like went with it I love that thank you thank you oh well and, and you know unique um as part of setting that affirmation many times people can choose a color theme you know mm-hmm. I'm all about the theme and so you know even Pantone which sets forth colors they establish a color for the year I don't know if you've seen it but I believe that this year 2023 is Viva Magenta So it's all about, um, you know, that's just what they set. But I think each of us has a color that we set. So my color for this year is kind of like a pastel peach, like a a soft pink. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I haven't always been comfortable with wearing pink. In fact, I've kind of put pink off to this. Like I have my wardrobe arranged as a rainbow. Mm -hmm. And I have not had a lot of peachy colors. Uh, I've had a lot of blues, greens black, purple, some red, but not a lot of yellow, not a lot of peach. And so I'm exploring being in that space of a more earth element type of feel, a more Mm -hmm. soft, resonant, receptive type of color. So even though I look bold today with this scarf, um, this is not the (laughs) this would not be my my year color. This is uh, this morning just feeling kind of like the coziness of you know, actually I'm wearing kind of a magenta color with this reddish orange kind of scarf. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel out the energy of a day, you know, we have a year energy and then we have a day energy. And sometimes the day energy is, you know, I I look at my calendar. It's like, okay, what do I have? What is the feeling? Sometimes I change outfits throughout the day because I feel like, ah, we need this color, this intention for this particular conversation, this particular podcast, this particular webinar or meeting. So I really use color as my divining rod into the energy I want to feel Mm -hmm. because color is psychological. 
and it's physiological. It's physiological through foods, the colors that we take in, mm -hmm. and it's psychological. So as you look at me, you experience a certain feeling yeah. because of the colors I wear. Just like in our environment, if we have the walls painted a certain color, that mm -hmm. can alter how we feel in a space. So mm -hmm. many interior designers know that, right? And even practitioners of color therapy use certain colors to evoke a certain somatic response or even a, an emotional response. Mm -hmm. So color is really potent for exactly what you said, which is, what is my affirmation? Many times we can't verbalize it. Like we're yeah. not word people, but we're sensing feeling color people. And it's like, oh, we, we know it when we see it and we feel it. Yeah. 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 You go into a room and you're like, oh, something icky or something off. And you're not even looking at the wall color. It just knows that the energy may just feel a little bit down because the color may be just a yeah. little off and then vice versa. Like, oh, this room makes me feel happy. Just like when you go to a daycare, they have a lot of bright colors and, yes. and paintings on the, because they, and it's like, oh, it feels like this place. So it's, you know, I'm so happy for this conversation so we can bring awareness and mindfulness to this, you know, as well too. And, or you may even move into an apartment and just have the understanding that you do have the power to like say, you know what, I, I, this apartment is just feeling flat. Like what yeah. do I need to uplift my, um, my spirits? Do I need to, you know, reevaluate the color of the walls or the color that I'm bringing into the place? I do have a question about your yearly color. Did you intuitively pick it or did you pick it because you're like, Hey, I haven't really worked with this color much. I think I want to make a focus on this color. Both. Okay. Both. Um, good to distinguish between those two. And also, um, if you think of what each color represents, if you can say, well, this year I want more receptivity and flowing and openness. Well, what colors create that for you then to kind of go from that place? Mm -hmm. But uh, I would say this year it was more intuitive. It was, you know, just looking at the colors that I haven't delved into so that peach it's kind of the fusion of orange and yellow coming together into like a soft hue, like a sunset color mm -hmm. with a little bit of a pinkish tone. Like that would be where I'm vibing right now. But yeah, so I kind of did it in a mishmash of knowing a bit about color, but mm -hmm. then also feeling like, where do I want to be with color? Do I want a bold year, like yeah. magenta or red or bright yellow or do I want a softier feeling things out and moving with my inner flow and I want the softier this is not like I'm going to achieve 10 things this year um, mm -hmm. this is like I might connect to 10 different communities this year I might tap into relationships so much more earthy and uh, more of a like I don't know if we would call it like a divine feminine kind of um mm, connection yeah. there right I can so feel like that. a yin and yang so more yeah. of a yin rather than the yang yeah I feel that you know um we definitely dove right into talking about some color but on this podcast I'd love to get the ABCs so I would love <laughs> for you to just give us the ABC what is color therapy like what is it well, first, let me say, I'm not a color therapist by training. I am a, a nerdy PhD nutrition scientist who found my way into color by way of my own personal healing journey. Mm -hmm. So I got pretty um, just ill, um, I would say, in my late 20s. And it had this progression. So I had a lot of reproductive issues. I had endometriosis. I had a blocked fallopian tube. I had a lot of gut issues. And I already knew a lot about health and nutrition and well-being. So I would go for acupuncture. I would do massage. I would do nutrition. 
and all of those things work to some level, but I would say that what really helped me, and this was not an intellectual pursuit, it was just a feeling pursuit, was when I started to paint. And I started to paint, paint bright colors on a large canvas, like larger than life, like where they would span my whole wall. Mm-hmm. It was almost like, again, I wasn't processing it intellectually. I'm looking back now 20 years and saying, ah, maybe that's what I was doing. So I, I just feel like I, I needed infusions of color and it started to shift my perception. And I even began sensing people as color. So I would meet a person and I'm like, oh, this person's so green. And, you know, my world became, even though I was feeling kind of in the doldrums and having a lot of health issues, I felt that color was giving me this this way to tap into people, tap into situations. Like, um, so it just gave me a, a more creative spin on what I'm doing. And then I started looking at how color psychologically can change us. So I wrote this book, Whole Detox, and every chapter was connected to a color, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, white. And throughout each of those kind of shades of each of the individual uh, spectra. So as I got into the literature beyond nutrition, I realized, wow, green light can change your heart. Blue light can actually give you a sense of focus or calmness. And I mean, and if you think about our society, why is the stop sign red and not blue? Yeah. Why is a red stoplight not purple? Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are certain cues in our society and uh, how we live that really speak to the energy of the color and what it signals to us on a broader scale. What's your favorite color, by the way? I'm curious, like, like now, uh, I, I usually like to ask just to see where people are at with their... And it, it's always changing, yeah. right? Like you know, some but, people like it, but yeah. You know, um, for a very long time, I didn't know my favorite color. I didn't. But I, like I told you at the very beginning, I always gravitated to black. My kids would be like, your favorite color is black, you know? Um, but then I would like different colors as I would see them. Like, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty. Oh, that's that. I, You know, I didn't necessarily want it like, you know, for me, but I just like enjoy different colors as I see them. And then um, now I have over the past couple of years, I have definitely come to the understanding that I think pink pink is my favorite color. Obviously my logo is pink and I didn't say pink is my favorite color. This is what I'm going to do. And then I started noticing when I get my nails done, I'm going, well, today they're red, but I would get pink. So I just started to see where was I, you know, going with, you know, I'm always constantly just picking up pink. I may not necessarily wear pink, um, all the time, but I saw I was gravitating to things that were pink. So I can say now, I think one of my favorite colors is definitely pink. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though I may not necessarily um, wear it, that is my favorite color. Unique, I like that you mentioned that um, you may not wear it, but it still resonates. And I think that that's also something for people to remember that they may like a color. It's just that with their skin tone, their hair, it just doesn't feel right on them. Like I have that with yellow. Like Mm -hmm. I like yellow, but there's no way that I look good in yellow. I just don't. I mean, it's just like, you know, people think about fashion and, you know, how things sync up. So we may like a color and we can use it in a variety of ways, like a room, setting a room Mm -hmm. and setting a theme to that room based on that color that we like. So I love it. Yeah. And it's great that you like pink and, you know, pink is uh, to me also connected to like that orangey color that I'm 
describing too. You know, it's kind of on that same spectrum of, you know, it's a feeling color, it's a soft mm -hmm. color, it's depending on the shade and all of that. Mm -hmm. But essentially, it's it's very much a feeling color, like in the way of um, it's a heart centered feeling is what I get from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm still trying to analyze it, but I just realized I'm like, I'm always gravitating towards the pink and I made my logo pink, not saying, you know, it just came like, I want that color. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Still so much to like, so much unpacking and, you know, and like discovery happening with me as well too. So, um, but I'm happy that it is pink and not black, but <laughs> nothing more with black. <laughs> <laughs> so like what, now we understand that color can definitely make an impact in our lives. It totally can. Um, in so many ways, just by changing the mood at that very yeah. moment. And um, and for you, you said you felt it was a part of your healing journey as well. Yes. Um, so there are so many like um reasons why someone would may want to like dig a little deep into um deeper into color therapy. What are like some benefits behind color therapy that we may not have spoken about? Well, I think it draws more intentionality into our everyday life. So when you mention an affirmation, um, you know, that's kind of like a, a way mentally that we can anchor into our everyday. It's kind of like, okay, I am enough. I am open. I am abundant, whatever that affirmation is. And then it becomes such a part of our everyday reality where we are connected into it as an intention. So if we wear certain colors or we are surrounded by certain colors, it becomes an intention. It becomes something that is continually changing us mentally, physically, emotionally. As far as the studies on color, there are many different ways to look at color through our environment. So um, and its experience on us, like if we think of red, the color red, um, it's interesting because you find many countries' flags incorporate the color red. It's uh, Red is a, a color that connects to family, blood, DNA, uh, a sense of um, uh, a, a group, um, having a group experience. Emotionally, it can connect to things like anger, inflammation, reactivity, but also things like passion love like you know just think of blood when does the blood rush within our body like when we're excited about something right uh but yeah. also when we're angry about something or frustrated about something so every color has its personality you know if we think of orange orange is also on the warming spectrum and orange is a playful color like for example when certain birds or certain fish are wanting to mate or at least they're looking for a partner, uh, oftentimes, it's not like they're thinking this, it's just that their bodies do it automatically. Mm -hmm. They may exhibit a more bright plumage or bright scales of the skin if they are um, fish, right? Yeah. In order to draw attention. So orange is attention getting, it's warming. Mm -hmm. It's on that spectrum of red, but not as provoking as red. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit more playful, more emotional, in yellow, yellow is a, is, is a favorite color of many people. There was a study that was done in England some time ago in which they surveyed people about their favorite color. And many people love yellow. Yellow reminds them of the sun. It reminds them of joy, of being happy, optimism. Uh, 
Mm -hmm. uh, depending on the shade of yellow, if we just think of like a, have you, I, I'm sure that, you know, if you think back to even like a, like a smiley face, like the yellow smiley with the two dot eyes in the mouth, I mean, yeah. it's yellow, it's happy. Uh, so there is a sense of yellow is joy. And then yeah. green, green is more, um, it's an earthy, natural, nature, heart centered color. So typically when we think of things that are green, we reflect on healing. And mm. so that that's a wonderful color to bring in for people who would mm. like a little bit more in that way of healing and being closer to nature. Yeah. And then blue, blue is a brain color. Blue is about the mind. Mm. That blue, purple, you know, purple is more in, um, in terms of like higher consciousness states, like higher meditative states. It's often seen as a more rare uh, color, more spiritual. Mm -hmm. So you can see that each of the colors, they each have a purpose. And ideally yeah. what we want is the rainbow every day. Like we want to eat the rainbow. We want to experience the rainbow. I think mm -hmm. in its true sense, each of the colors has its own healing or medicine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's so like when you were describing red, you didn't say intense, but that's what I got. Yeah. Like red is intense because like you said, the blood and the, like, it's, it's just like intense, like stop intense. Like it just gave me the word intense behind it. But yeah. And when you said blue, blue to me gave me calming. That's what blue, um, you know, as words were just like popping in my mind as you were um, saying the colors. And and I said for me, you know, um, and that's a, another key thing um, that I talk about on this podcast is that, you know, we are all our individual selves. So even though sometimes you may read something or hear something and say, oh, this is supposed to be towards that. But also remember uh, to me, if you look into yourself and say, so to me, um, blue is just, I'm resonating with calming behind it. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming, but you can um, clarify, like, you know, when we are putting colors on question ourselves, like, how are we feeling at this moment? <laughs> what is this color it's pulling out, pulling out of us? You know, are we feeling happy? Like the, the yellow? <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. It's personalized, unique. Um, yeah. it, you know, it's unique to the person, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. It's really true because too much blue uh, it can be depressing for certain people. It feels like confined. They need more light. I, I know I'm not a huge fan of blue. Um, my husband, when we first moved into this house, he wanted to paint the room. He uh, had all of his office equipment in blue. And mm -hmm. I always felt like whenever I went in there, it was like a very, like mm -hmm. I needed more levity. I needed bright. Like yeah. that to me was more of like what my when I needed psychologically, I didn't need blue. Like, I feel like blue mm -hmm. could serve a great purpose for somebody with a lot of red, like yeah. with a lot of everyday survival, New York city bustling. Yeah. You know, you probably, if you're living in New York, you might need more blue to calm, right. If you yeah. feel stressed out, mm -hmm. but if you're already in the blue, having more blue, if you're already pretty calm and, you know, maybe you don't need as much calmness you need more uplifting so then to use those warming colors I guess I would divide the colors warming to like fuel things and like spark things and generate and like you said something more intense yeah. and that would be red the spectrum of red the spectrum of orange the spectrum of yellow mm -hmm. and then the cooling for when we want to come down this is more of like sympathetic nervous system is like the fiery colors the warming 
And then the cooling colors are more the parasympathetic, relaxing, more of the spiritual, less body focused colors. So they're more with like the mind. Mm -hmm. So I would think of shades of green, blue, purple along that spectrum. Yeah. And I like that you said with, you know, your husband had did the room blue and it was just like, oh, um, you know, because my, me and my husband are yin and yang, we're completely different. So what colors may work for him would be completely different for what works for me. And they'll also bring that into the conversation. Like, you know, cause like you said, if someone has that fire, then maybe they do need that more calming, you know, ocean blue coloring in their yeah. life and get, so they can walk into the home, you know, after their fiery day and be able to take it down a notch and then the person that's maybe a little too mellow and chill and they need to put some vibration in them maybe they do walk into a place where they have those cues those colorful cues to kind of bring the energetics up so um so yeah so I'm so happy like I'm always so grateful for these conversations because it brings awareness because you know it's deeper than saying do this or do that or do this or do that it's bringing the awareness around this conversation that you know even though this may do this but what do you need for you again customizing and personalizing personalizing it for you um now I had I have my questions like does color therapy need to be intentional um, I, I guess we were just talking about it being pretty intentional, yeah. taking notes on this conversation, <laughs> Definitely. But, you know, um, now when someone it, but will someone reap the benefits of color therapy if they're not being intentional, do you think? I think so. It's just that they won't be as conscious of the benefits that they may be getting, right? It's more at the subconscious level. Yeah. Whereas if you're intentional and then it's like, oh yeah, that's right. I put on this reddish scarf because I wanted more uh, intention or intense, intense activity in my day. So mm-hmm. then it's a cue. So then every time I see it, it's a cue. I didn't yeah. do that for that reason. But, um, <laughs> but for somebody who just does it and just likes a certain color or wears certain things, it may benefit them in a certain way. It's just that it's not as like a conscious benefit where they know that they're getting something in return. I think we get a little more when we add our intention to color. Yeah. Because then it's like a reminder. It signals us Mm -hmm. when things are, yeah, when we're getting something from it. Yeah, because it's like also when you're like with the chakras and as you were going through the colors, the chakras are kind of going with all the colors that you were saying. Right. Someone's looking at their chakras and they're like, oh, I need to work to get more grounded and I need to wear more red because I feel like anytime you watch videos it says we are the color eat the colors and um you know again like you said if they put intention on it then it's constantly giving them that cue throughout the whole day that they're, they're working on that particular area within themselves so then you know our mind is just so powerful and we have so much yes. power with it so when we're aware of something then we have the opportunity to make the cha- to make the change and um we definitely talked about the colors in our environment the colors that we wear on our body just being mindful of colors you know now does food have a big influence on the color therapy as well too? Yes. Um, and in fact, I have this, op- it's called, you know, food and spirit or the seven systems where mm-hmm. it's like a roadmap of color. And so this is what I teach throughout everything I do. And the way that I group colors with food is I have the color, the, um, the endocrine gland or the chakra, mm-hmm. and then I have the body system and then the psychological themes and then the foods and lifestyle. 
Mm. So um, each color of food, and this would be whole plant. I, I just focus on plants because I'm just going with like nature's color. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> each of them, <laughs> each of these colors has a connection to a function. So red, I typically think of with the immune system. Orange, I think of with our reproductive system. Yellow, the digestive tract. Green, cardiovascular. Blue green, which we didn't really talk about, but that's more like that aqua. Many women actually like that color. Uh, it's kind of an aquamarine, a turquoise. Many people I've noticed are very drawn to that color, and that's more of um, the thyroid or the throat chakra. And mm -hmm. so blue ocean and green plants that grow within, like sea plants. Then there's blue purple. So those are foods for the brain, the mind, mood states. And then even though this is presented as lavender, I see this as uh, white light. So it's not having any food, fasting, uh, yeah. cleansing practices. It's almost like we remove ourselves from the physical nature of who we are. And we go into like, okay, what about the non-physical? Let's clear, let's cleanse, let's clean up the cell debris. So that's kind of how I see foods is that I lump them into the body systems. Mm -hmm. And, and I, you know, I have a program of it's 21 days and every three days we go through the colors. People mm -hmm. wear that color. They become in tune with the themes of that color. So it's not just eating more of the red. It's yeah. okay. Like let's wear red clothing. Let's pay attention to red in our environment. If we do the whole thing, then I think color is exponentially transformative because then it's impacting our psyche, our body, all simultaneously. And then we get this amplified effect. Mm, okay. So beautiful. Um, is that chart your personal chart? Yes. And people can uh, download it. It's just on my uh, website as a PDF. So they can just get it for free. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely have to um, check, <laughs> check that out. And so I love that you also said whole foods. Um, so yes. someone doesn't say, oh, I'm going to get Dorito chips and I'm eating red. <laughs> You're talking about eating strawberries and, um, and cherries and things that are actually um actually red <laughs> and well, when you go to orange and then you're eating an actual orange and you know maybe an apricot like some things that are in those um color realms and not all of the artificially colored stuff in the grocery store in the packaging um <laughs> yeah and I'm glad that you mentioned that because so many people tongue-in-cheek make that comment to me so um, when I talk about eating the rainbow they say oh so you mean I can have candy and you know, all, all these different processed foods that are colorful. And what I would call out there is, see, the, the power of color is recognized by the food industry, right? That we are lured by foods that will be colorful as well as taste good. Yeah. So usually the packaging is very colorful. I mean, look at, you go into a candy store and it's just, you could see all of the colors of the candy and how luring that can be. Now, the colors that I think that people eat too much of in the way of processed foods like chips, cakes, cookies, crackers, breads, pastas, a lot of these processed foods would be yellow. And I think that in part, it's because we feel like we want energy. And many of these foods give us quick energy, but in the long run, they are taking our energy. They're cool. depleting us. They're actually burning out our fire rather than giving us 
and, yeah. and stoking our inner digestive fire, they're burning us out. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you mentioned that because there are healthy colors and then there are unhealthy colors where we wouldn't want those foods for various reasons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's great to know because, you know, I, five years ago, I'll be like, oh, I'm eating Dorito chips. This is the red. I'm working on my, <laughs> working on my, I know. <laughs> and now, you know, I've, I've come to the awareness that there is a difference um, between that. And I love in the spring, summer, when I go to the farmer's market and it's just so beautiful. I'm like, it's beautiful. You know, and, and that's the thing. Food is art. Color is art. When we look at a paint, you know, you have a painting behind you. When people look at artwork, they're not just looking at the shape and the composition, the image. The color is signaling something too. And mm -hmm. so that's why we think of the science of color, the psychology of color, but then there's also an art of color. How yeah. color has been used to help us to connect to beauty in life. Mm. to connect to what really evokes the heart yeah so and and I know that you know as people have different experiences of color they could mm -hmm. feel in different ways um you know and and I think it's about experiencing that for yourself mm -hmm. you know one way that people might experience it is change the light bulb like um we have in our house we have an app where we can change the setting of the the lights so it's a particular Philips bulb where yeah. you can make it like in a different hue and yeah. changing the hue. Wow. It totally changes the mood state of the room. Like if you put a purple light, like mm -hmm. if you had a purple light bulb in, uh, in a room, just see how you feel when you have a purple light in the room. Mm -hmm. So I even have a sauna. This is my, my work studio. Mm -hmm. And I have a sauna in my work studio with a color therapy. So when I go in and sit in the sauna, like I can change all of the colors and just see how I feel. How do I feel in an aqua light? How do I feel in an orange light? And it changes, you know, sometimes I'm really comfortable in that colored light. And then other times it's like, uh-uh, I can't, that makes me a little bit too jumpy yeah. or a little bit too, uh, I'm going to fall asleep. So you have to find, it's back to what you said before, color is personalized. Our experience of color is personalized. And day to day, we can, we can be very different people. I mean, I used to despise pink. Like when mm -hmm. I was a teenager, you would never catch me wearing pink. And mm -hmm. now at 52 and in my 50s, it's like, I'm embracing pink, the softness of pink, the, mm -hmm. the feeling of pink. And I, the way I approach color now is not just by looking at it, but I feel it. So mm -hmm. I really try to connect to, because, you know, to me, it's kind of like color brings forth an energy, much like a space. Mm -hmm. um, if we think of the four elements, earth, air, water, fire, each of them also connect to certain colors. So it's kind of like, what is the feeling elementally that I want more of in my life? Yeah, exactly. Oh, this is, this is so amazing. Um, I want, oh, I have a question for you. What is the rainbow vibration? <laughs> well there's a lot of interpretation to your rainbow vibe or rainbow vibration. When I think of somebody in their full potential of all things rainbow, it means that you're lit up, mm. you're vibrant, you're radiant. And it's almost like when your physical, your emotional, your mental, your spiritual selves, they're all moving in the same direction at the same intensity. Sometimes I think what happens is maybe our physical feels low, our emotions are high, Mental might be a little bit here. Spiritual might be somewhere over here. So it doesn't feel like we're synced up. We, mm -hmm. may, we may wake up for the day and feel very disconnected, fragmented, 
you know, we just don't feel whole. And when we are in our resonant rainbow, mm -hmm. we're radiating. It's like we're whole. Mm -hmm. We feel the we feel the wholeness of who we are and who we are at our core, right? Yeah. And and how do we find that in our everyday? Some days we may need a little bit more of a ritual where we get up out of bed, we do certain things like we get water. Um, you know, we we kind of have some moments of stillness. Everybody can enter into their day in a different way, but how do we bring together? all aspects of ourselves in a way that's harmonious and aligns us for the day. That's what I'm thinking of when I say rainbow vibration, we're in full alignment. All our chakras are on, they're, yeah. they're all like beaming out to the world and we feel much more connected to what our, what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. And I feel like some days my rainbow vibration may be there. The next day it's like, what happened to what I had yesterday? <laughs> Can yeah. <we> yesterday. <laughs> it doesn't seem all in aligned. The vibration is a little off today. <laughs> but and it's good to know that, you know, the fact that you have the contrast of knowing what it feels like when you have your rainbow vibe versus when yeah. you don't, that's mm -hmm. important. Cause it's like, ah, I know what I need to get back to, to feel that again. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I hold grace for myself. <laughs> yes, that's hold, good. Hold grace for myself always. So now if someone's listening to this, they're like, okay, I'm going to start paying attention to color. You know, I'm going to start, you know, eating colors, like and being mindful of this whole color thing. <laughs> yeah. What advice would you give someone that wants to start their journey into being intentional with color therapy? Two things. One, what is your favorite color? Ask yourself in that moment, like, what color am I drawn to? What color is calling me? And then secondly, what color are you repulsed by that you're like, oh, no way. I'm not going to get near that color and explore each of them. And you can do it in a variety of ways. You can explore it through food, through clothing, through the space, through being in nature, um, having a symbol. So some kind of artifact or article or just an object that has that color. So as I was saying before, I didn't mention this, but I love the color green. Ever since I was seven, I was just wearing these emerald green clothes. I mean, I had this one dress that I would wear on Sunday. I was just like my green dress. Even I had compliments from my grandma on it. She's like, Deanna, you look so good in green. And I just felt connected to green. Mm -hmm. And even now, at my age, I, I still love green. Like green has always been my color. It's my go-to. So when I need more healing, I go to emerald green specifically. Like mm. not lime green, not grass green, yeah. emerald for me. I really connect to emerald. Like I love, that's my, my color of healing. The color that I fall in and out of, I often feel like they're also a teacher for me. Like what is it about yellow that I just can't, seem to like bring into my everyday, mm -hmm. you know, so maybe I need to focus on more of the sunlight, um, having more of the lighting in my space. Mm -hmm. So the colors that we're drawn to and the colors that we're not drawn to, they're very significant. Mm -hmm. And I do think that there's healing in the colors that we are not as drawn to, you know, and I'll give an example of that. One of the, as I was growing up, I mentioned to you about pink, never wanted to wear pink. I didn't like orange either. Green or green was what I loved and orange and pink were like on the out and I would never wear those colors. However, when I started painting, when I wasn't feeling so, so good in my body, 
I would paint a lot of orange, mm -hmm. yellow, and pink and gold. So I would also bring in a bit of gold paint. And I would paint those colors voraciously. Like it was almost like I wasn't satisfying my color nutrient requirement. So they were coming through in other ways. And mm -hmm. I needed to get that color, that healing. And now it's like I'm really exploring and fully embracing. And my wardrobe has shifted to, like I used to wear a lot of bright colors. And now it's more soft pastels, mm -hmm. more muted colors. Yeah. Um, and I used to feel like, oh, those are so boring. That's so like not vivid. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, no, you know, there's beauty and healing to those soft colors. So I, that's what I would say is to explore for the colors that you don't like as much explore. You know, one time I had a, I made a date with red. I didn't like red that much. I was like, red is too in your face and I don't really love it. So then on a Saturday night, I spent two hours where I dressed in red and I put up a red or I put up a canvas and I started painting with red and I really started to connect to that color of red. Like, what are you teaching me red? Mm -hmm. And by the end of the two hours, I felt so much more connected to red. And I realized, you know what, red, you are like a friend. You are trustworthy. You're my blood. You are my relatives. You're my ancestors. You are my lineage. And yeah. so then I formed a very different relationship with red after I actually had that space with red. Mm -hmm. uh, this is so, so, so true. Um, I'm a yogi and there's a, um, there's a saying, or I don't know if it's a saying, a quote or something like that. It's basically saying, you know, the pose you avoid is the pose you need to go to, go, you need to work on. <laughs> yeah. You know, so what we feel challenged by is, is it's what we need to work through. So um, I didn't say it correct the way I, it's really quoted, but that's the gesture. Yeah. Of it, yeah. You know? We get the gist for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So the same thing, like, you know, the colors that you are avoiding, you, let's work through that. Let's figure out what, what you were avoiding behind those colors. So, yeah, so, so, so true and so beautiful. And that's just also a symbolism in life. Like sometimes the things, because yeah. we want life to be flowy, easy. And um, there's another quote that says, um, a skillful, now I can't even think of these quotes today, but I know them in my mind. Um, smooth seas, uh, do you know this one? It's a famous one. Um, smooth seas are a skillful you you can't become a skillful sailor with smooth seas yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. that's a good one uh, yeah that's an excellent so, one you know you need to have these challenges you you know life is not supposed to be a smooth sea all the time that's how we grow that's how we develop by going through the rough seas then otherwise we won't be a skillful sailor you become a skillful sailor by going through the rough seas not smooth seas that's beautiful <laughs> that's in life you 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 gotta go through the stuff so be I love that you said that being mindful of what we're avoiding within the um within the colors yeah this, this has really been such a beautiful conversation around color uh, around colors um is there anything you want to share before we start to close out you know um I, I would just say um one other thing <laughs> excuse me that I've noticed with food just to bring it back to food for a second so one of my mantras is colorful foods makes colorful food or colorful moods Ooh. so colorful foods lead to colorful moods so if we think of our emotions like colors you know maybe yeah. playful is orange yellow is happy so looking at the colors we're eating and whether or not there's alignment with 
how we're feeling. Like, do we have too much processed yellow? Do we mm -hmm. have too much burnt out brown? Do we have too much um, lackluster white, white salt, white sugar, white flour? Yeah. You know, maybe those are priming our mood state. And then conversely, what are, maybe we're having blueberries and we start to feel like we can remember things better. You know, mm -hmm. there's some good science to suggest that blueberries and that blue purple color is associated with things like brain health. So paying attention to that, just even in the short term after eating blueberries, how do you feel? Mm -hmm. How's your brain? Are you able to focus better? If you have purple yeah. grapes, how do you feel versus green grapes? Mm -hmm. I mean, quite honestly, unique, as you know, we know ourselves best. Yeah. You know, know thyself. And so how do certain things change us depending on what we take in and to look at our mood, to look at our body and how we feel with those particular foods and those colors. And before we eat, what I would say is to take in the art of the plate. You know, a plate of food is like a canvas with paint on it, mm -hmm. uh, only a three-dimensional. And so if we are connecting into a meal in its full physical, emotional, mental, spiritual sense, connecting to the vibration of the colors, because each of those colors is a wavelength of light, mm -hmm. right? And they were created through plants and in the interface with the sun. Yeah. So we are taking in you know, nature and nature's process of taking in the, the sun through these colorful bonds, these wavelengths. I mean, eating is physics and eating is spirituality. Yeah. So I would say in parting is um, to see eating, food and eating as not just a science to fulfill the body's needs for energy, to also see eating as a spiritual practice connected through color, creativity, variety of foods, looking mm -hmm. at the art on our plate and then becoming that art inside is, yeah. is what I would like to leave everybody with. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, 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 so beautiful. Um, but I can't let you go yet because I would love for you to share with everyone what does becoming unique mean to you? Means becoming more fully who you are. You know, what we've been talking, all of your colors mm -hmm. and everybody is going to have like certain frequencies of colors where it's like, you know, they're beaming forth certain, certain amounts and certain qualities and ratios of their inner light. Yeah. And when I, when I, I mean, we're all unique, so we're already unique. Yeah. And what I would say is becoming and stepping more fully into that rainbow vibration of who we are physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. That would be the becoming piece and why we are living the life that we are and the journey we're on is to uncover and rediscover who we truly are. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So beautiful. So I, I'll have all your details in the show notes, but did, did you want to share anything about where people can find you or your books or anything like that as we close out? Well, all I would say is, uh, you know, you and I found each other uh, on Instagram. And so if you go to my website, deannaminick.com, everything is there. I have blogs, I have free resources that I even have a food and mood tracker that you can download. I have an eating the rainbow toolkit. So Deanna Minnick, D-E-A-N-N-A-M-I-N-I-C-H.com has everything there, all of my social handles. And I would say, you know, the one the one book that I don't usually talk about is the quantum healing, the complete handbook of quantum healing. Um, 
and what some people like about it is that it's like a reference book. So from A to Z, a hundred conditions, what is the nutrition? What are the emotions? What is the mind state? What is a guided imagery? What is a meditation? So it's almost like a reference book. So whenever we feel something, how do we take it from a full spectrum approach? Yeah. Again, back to those physical, emotional, mental, spiritual aspects. Mm, okay. You, you are such a resource, such a resource. So thank oh, you. Oh, thank you, Unique. <laughs> thank Great you. Great to have this conversation with you. Thanks for okay. being open to it. Yeah, so grateful. So grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Deanna, for having this conversation with me around color. I know I definitely benefited from this conversation with bringing awareness around color and understanding that moving forward, I'm going to be mindful to be more intentional around the colors I wear or checking out the environment. If I feel a little icky or really or feel a little bright, you know, um, I'm just so grateful to have these conversation because it brings awareness around things that already already existed. And with understanding color a little bit more, I'm definitely going to move forward with being more intentional around it. So I thank you, Deanna. And I thank you guys for showing up for the Becoming Unique podcast and sticking into the very end. If you didn't check out the YouTube episode, make sure you go over there and check out Deanna and me chit-chatting in the visual form. And yeah. You guys are amazing. Make sure you are tuned in this coming Sunday for another amazing episode. And yeah, have an amazing week, guys. Bye.